This is Theoretical Thrills, the podcast where three hosts pitch original theoretical rides and attractions based on things they don't own. A special guest judge awards bronze, silver, or gold based on three separate categories, most creative, most practical, and guest's favorite. With bragging rights on the line, the hosts will try to pick each other's ideas apart through gentle ribbing. So sit back, relax, and stand clear of the moving doors as we present Theoretical Thrills. Theoretical Thrills. The theory of the thrill. Oh, boy! In three, two, fun! Welcome to Theoretical Thrills. I'm your host, Brad. I'm Spencer. I'm Jordan. And today we are joined by an amazing guest. Uh, Jordan knows very well. Uh, Mr. Ari Stidham. Ari, welcome. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Uh, So Ari, we have you today for our Scorpion episode. Uh, Have you ever heard of the show? What's that? Yes. Have you ever heard of the, yeah? (laughs) I I have, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, what's your connection with Scorpion? <laughs> um, uh, some Hollywood lingo. The 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 show Scorpion on CBS um, had had like six main characters, four of which were geniuses. I was the the tiny math genius. Um, it was it was a great job and a really fun show to be a part of. Um, I got to be sixth banana on the call sheet as. As we Hollywood insiders say, uh, it was super fun and yeah, to, pretty much took all my time for those four years. All right, all right. And now the more important question: What is your connection with theme parks? Or your yeah, yeah. So I mean, my connection to theme parks is one of fear. Um, but <laughs> what, what I think of theme parks, uh, you know, I think a lot of people enjoy them, and that's awesome. I, I really have a good time depending on the people I'm with um but I mean I've had some of the worst days of my life in theme parks all right well hopefully we pitch rides that'll make it not so <laughs> awful <laughs> yeah, I was just being honest I thought it was a funny take but it's true it's like the truest take it's like I just yeah there was a day in 2011 where I was uh well there's what's the one closest to Cleveland it's a Six Flags property um uh Great American, maybe it's called. Great America, yeah. Maybe. Where's, yeah. where's Great America in North California? I think it's in, like in yeah. Jersey. I thought Great America is in Illinois. <laughs> oh, Cedar Point. It was Cedar, Cedar Point. Point. Oh, Cedar Point, yeah. And Sandusky. Yeah, so that's where I was, at Cedar Point. And uh, we, like, I went with the cast of a play I was in, and like the first thing that happened was water got sprayed on us by like a ride that we were walking next to. So, like, I was drenched before I even got into any ride, and I'm a big dude, so, like, walking while you're drenched, I, you know, I used baby powder that day, but the water, and so, anyway, it was a painful walking experience, a lot of, you know, contact. Yeah, yeah, um, when you're, especially if you're in jeans or anything, it's the yeah, worst. Yeah, exactly, and, uh, yeah, I just, I remember just giving up eating a snow cone, and me and this dude took a nap I like took a picture of him asleep with his hat on his face um yeah now he's now he's doing really well it's Larry Owens from A Strange Loop um but he's he's doing really well but it was funny like I still have that picture every year on Facebook it pops up like him asleep at Cedar Point like this and he's got like red stuff on his shirt because we were both eating cherry snow cones but that was like 
the day. We didn't really have a good time. Um, <laughs> that, that's like what I what I circle, right? That's what I circle when I think of like me in a theme park. Like I think about well, it's a good that. thing. It's a good thing I'm pitching a snow cone nap ride. So. <laughs> also, to point out, Great America is in Illinois, and Great Adventure is in Jersey. Boom! I called it. Next properties. Great. So, Great. I was Cedar, close. Cedar Point's in Ohio, right? That's the right. Yes, and I think it's right. in Sandusky. Yeah. Right. Also, Kings Island. Kings Island, yeah, that's also. Kings I think Island. they're in the same that's, city. I think they're. I don't know. I grew up going to Kings Island. <laughs> so uh, before the show, we predetermined our order of pitches. Spencer's going to go first. I'm going to go second. Jordan's going to go third. He was very insistent on going third. Yeah, I saved the gold for the last man. I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> so without further ado, uh, Spencer, let's jump right into your pitches. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we're going to go with um, my extensive knowledge of Scorpion. And I will preface it by saying I didn't realize that the show wasn't still on the air. Um, <laughs> I just am living in 2018, I guess. Um, so first uh, pitch that I have is Walter's Blueprint Breakout. Um, it's You can pretty much tell what it is from the get-go if you know anything about the character of Walter. Uh, it's a mini escape room themed to Walter and his attempt to steal blueprints from NASA by hacking into Mission Control. Time is on the clock. Guests must escape before time runs out or get arrested. I put arrested in quotes because you don't actually get arrested at an escape room. So that's it's an escape room themed to Walter trying to get the blueprints from NASA. So that's the so, first pitch. So, so your first pitch is in the theme park is an escape room. So is this a yeah, this an additional like a, cost? It's, it's a mini escape room. No, it, it's part of the it's part of the uh, the fun. I'm not going to upcharge like Oliver does. So, so Walter got the blueprints from NASA, and he did it so he could hang it on his wall. He did it when he was yeah. like nine. Um, so, would it be? Would we be in a world that was like the world is bigger because we're nine-year-olds, and so it's like that's the that's sort of the thing is that we're coding, but maybe the keyboard is bigger than us. I mean, I don't know. Like, is it a is it a a room or? you know, themed ride that plays with the size of things because he was so young when that happened? Yeah, I'm not going to say forced perspective because I'm always bad at explaining and doing it correctly. Uh, so <laughs> it's, I would say it's like forced perspective, but I guess if we're at the level, it's not really forced perspective. I don't know. The point is, um, it's... Sounds yes. like, it sounds like to me, no, it wasn't. But then he had it's, a good, or he had a good idea and you're like, well, not, yeah, yeah. It's not, it's... Obviously. I can never say forced perspective again because I can never get it right. I never get it because it's. You've been saying, it, Spencer. I got to tell you, you've been saying it right every time. Yeah, uh, saying it right. Is, that is explaining how you it. Explaining. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, explaining it right is what I mean. Mm -hmm. like, oh, okay. I, I never know what it is. I know what it is, but like in my mind, it's different than when it comes out loud. Uh, it's an escape room. Whether or not it has forced perspective or not is a whole other story. It's so just is an, it? It's an is it a? It's a one room. But you then you used it. You described it as a mini escape room. Yeah, it's a mini escape room. So it's it's like it's like not like an hour long. It's like fifteen minutes. You don't go in all these other rooms. It's like in the one room, but you have to crack codes to steal the blueprints. Well, like you can get into the computer system. How do you get in the computer system? You got to find the clues in the room. Okay. So it's a so it's a fifteen minute thing. How many of yeah. these rooms are you having? There's like eight of them. Are they, are they all? Like the are they game? all a ch a child's room with a computer? Because that's where he was when he found. The NASA blueprints? No, this is there. It's it's slightly different. They're in mission control. Like they're at like mission control. Uh, oh, so that so the the idea is that they they are they're walking into the mission control and they're getting they're helping Walter get the blueprints. So correct. is this? So what happens if they don't do it in fifteen minutes? You get arrested in quotes. 
Which, 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 which is just one of the employees is like, hey, you got to get out now. Yeah, exactly. It. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. it's like you didn't you didn't you didn't escape the murder, you know, or whatever. Um, you, you might died. try young, you might young, try putting them in in uh, Scorpion Jail for young <laughs> Robert <laughs> Patrick comes. And he's yeah, like, you're all special. I toyed around with the idea of having you know, like at carnivals they have like those little like you can pay tickets to put someone in jail and they have to like go stand behind like these like bars where you can literally go around them that you're actually not in clothes mm-hmm. and I was like I yeah, almost like, think something well, like that where it's like at the end you have to take a picture of yourself in jail because you didn't escape uh, so they it's do that some, photo at op. some rent fairs you can you can pay to yeah. put someone in the stockades or in jail and then yeah. you just walk off and leave them yeah yeah I've had that but happen I, from experience <laughs> I also I also think like um yeah for certain purposes I feel like actually locking someone into a jail cell at a theme park may not be the most like liable uh liability waiver uh aspect of fun so I'm thinking that it would be like a photo op of like here's the bars go take a picture of you being sad behind the jail bars mm, and then if you win you get like a certificate uh like a like a digital certificate sent to you or whatever that you can I just think you're framing I think your turnaround on that on this attraction it's gonna be awful yeah no i mean it's not it's eight not a rooms, high capacity eight rooms no upcharge so anybody can line up for it eight yeah, rooms it's not high capacity minutes long you're only figuring like five people per room not yeah, you, like, you get like 10 maybe it was six flags what, what either knots or six flags used to have a laser show set to pink floyd music and people would wait in line all day to get in. And I remember like, I went with my buddy Numb and his, his dad, um, and they were like, we gotta go see the laser show. It's our favorite part. And it was, it was so like, not impressive at all. And <laughs> it, was me, it was me sitting in a, that's what the experience was. Me sitting in a theater, lasers and lights, projecting different images and words on the screen while they just blasted like teacher leave those kids alone um you know that sounds great dude i don't know what your problem is yeah okay well maybe well maybe you'd really like see i think you know six flags in 2003 (laughs) i think i think spencer you missed a big opportunity you should have made it the the kids bedroom because then you would have had a bed for ari to be able to take a nap on uh during your boring attraction it's okay. I have I have three attractions. I'm just going from worst right, to best. What's your, what's your second? Uh, so, what's your second? Uh, my second worst attraction. Worst to first. Worst to first. <laughs> first. Uh, my second attraction. The name could probably be worked out a little bit. It's called Sly's Skyscape. Um, and how this is, it's um, you fly through the sky as Sly's POV, nearly dodging birds and overcoming your fear of ornithophobia on a journey to become the greatest ornithologist, because eventually he becomes an ornithologist. Uh, and it's like a flight of passage style ride uh, where you hop aboard like a little bird with its little wings. Uh, and then there's actually, as you go through, like the 3D glasses are kind of like a binocular, like you're looking into binoculars kind of situation. Not 3D glasses, they're just like the the screen you like see through binocular style that's like that's are you in a vr is it like a vr experience it's it's a simulator it's not vr specifically it's a like so flight passage you kind of like hover on a whatever the thing is and then you have like a little screen but they have 3d glasses but instead of 3d glasses it's almost as if it's like shaped like binoculars so your vision your view is like of binoculars so you're kind of 
so it's it's yeah so it's 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 attached there and there's cleaning protocols obviously afterwards and so you're and like soaring through california basically it's like that yes, type of ride but you got yeah. glasses yeah kind of like that um but more like individual seats like each person has their own individual yeah you're like bird. leaning forward on like a motorcycle looking thing yeah but it's a bird uh yeah. with binocular vision yeah it's it, yeah so so do you have a do you have an easy is there an easy spot for people to just to throw up in for you to be able to collect it yeah there's there's bark no because if you're just if the... you're just watching through binoculars then you're not only moving but now everything's super zoomed in i just see an awful experience or a wonderful experience it depends on who you ask <laughs> could be cool to connect it to birdroni Right, because every time Sly had a bird drone on Scorpion, it, he would call it Birdroni, um, and then Birdroni Two came in in season, I believe mm. season four, maybe season three. Um, but Birdroni was like a, a fan favorite. Season one was just this drone that was sort of shaped like a bird. And yeah, I don't mean to correct you, Spencer, but I have to. No, that's he's an ornithologist. He he doesn't become one. He is one. <laughs> he, he's been one since he was okay. twelve. <laughs> I know that, but I know but that he became he is... one at twelve. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. It's on and your face now, Spencer. <laughs> I I didn't say I knew anything about Scorpion. Did I ever say I did that? Uh, and I believe I also said. I, and I believe I also said you, my dude. pitch. Nah, he got I got you, you bro. We've I been off the air for dude. almost go five ahead. years. <laughs> go ahead and throw here. that right. I think out. I also said in my pitch. I think <laughs> when I explained it, so it really means I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, cause I think, but he is, a, he is like afraid of birds. Right. And then he just is like a bird watcher. So I, no, he's afraid said, of chickens. Oh, okay. Yeah. Chickens yeah, are birds. Strike yeah. two, dude. Strike two. Get out. A chicken is an aggressive, it's an aggressive flightless bird. Penguins are not aggressive. So Sylvester gets along with them. I, I mean, look, man. It, what about turkeys? Well, see, that's the thing. A turkey isn't also something that will come and like attack you if you just are hanging out by it. A wild turkey. Know. Well, you haven't been, I've been, I've been in a, uh, in one of those old timey farms and I got cornered into a pen by a turkey. So weird brag. I mean, <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe in, in whatever would come next, there would be a season some sort of arc with me and a turkey but all i all i know is there was an episode devoted to me being petrified of chickens and i worked with chickens for a very long time and there's chicken <laughs> shit everywhere and uh yeah sly does not like chickens but he overcame his fear he always would overcome his fear at the end of every every episode you know just because yeah well, which is you know what fear is right yeah, it's yeah, which is why which is Here's the mind killer. <laughs> which is why this ride starts with ornithophobia and it becomes not being afraid of birds. So in theory there is the arc of the character. He's not afraid of birds. Ride. He's an ornithologist. Well, a, right. But, but, if he's, but, it, but, but if he's afraid of chickens, Wait, so, it's still a bird. So, so the point who, is So who is afraid of the birds then if it's not Sly? I, I said, I wrote, I actually wrote, I may have not said this, but I wrote in my description and overcoming his slash your fear of ornithophobia because I wasn't. But sure. I don't 
I don't have a fear of ornithorhynchus. Brad, you should. You were cornered by turkey. Your and your fear of ornithophobia would be your fear of being afraid of ornithology. Being afraid. <laughs> <laughs> I. The point is, it's it's a ride uh, for Sylvester God and and his crew to embark on high overseas, watching birds on a ride. Well, hey, you I, tried to I, pander. I, there. I, I appreciate the pitch, man. I'm gonna what's keep the, Don't you worry. What's the third and best one? That's what I want to know. Um, <laughs> hopefully, this one panders a little bit better. Um, this one is Super Fun Guys Live. Um, because it's Sly's favorite comic book, it comes to life in the form of a stunt show. The Super Fun Guys go, to, and this is basically the synopsis of the comic book and the episode, but Super Fun Guys go to an unknown territory in Asia to destroy a nuclear missile being sold by terrorists, slightly different than what the actual episode is. Um, but it's 60s era with Mad Men inspired suits and hairstyles, black and white screen elements, like there's going to be like projections and stuff, and classic 60s music. Featuring Sylvester Dodd at the beginning, middle, and end, a la Princess Bride style, telling the story to his new family that is from the future episodes of future eras of Scorpion, because we know that that's not what happens at the end of the show, but in future episodes, his new family has come to be, and he's telling the story through interstitials. Yeah, great, man. I really like that one, because the Super Fun Guy episode, you can tell they, they were really treating Super Fun Guy like a property that people know, and that's something that people have like a good barometer for, especially now, you know, because of the success of Marvel and DC films. Um, and just the cinematic universe being humongous. I really like that one. Plus, like, what it does is it goes off of the the art that was created um, or the, the fake universe inside the universe. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm down. I'm down. That's one that I think I would actually go to because it's like a 1950s style um, or 1960s, like, the what's it called the the man from uncle but with like a superhero mm -hmm. you know like yeah it's sort of that it has that feel because if scorpion happened in the 50s that would be the type of show that it was so it's like i think that's sort of the cool spin that you can put on it um and yeah it's always cool when it feels like an episode of the thing you know uh so yeah that's much feel cool i was gonna say i'm glad you brought up man from uncle because uh turkeys they're little like thingy that that moves is called a caruncle so they were just i just had very i guess i had the man from uncle idea and a caruncle idea put into my pitches so um that's it that was it that was the story i just wanted to show that i know that a car caruncle Bravo. is the uh Bravo. The turkey it's all good thing that was the <laughs> all right so uh just recap your three pitches just the titles yeah um sure um walter's blueprint breakout uh sly's skyscape and super fun guys live all right so there's spencer's three pitches now we can move on to some real pitches uh between myself and hopefully jordan uh oh don't count me in just yet <laughs> <laughs> I, I i took my time with these pitches i'd like to say i did um in in taking my time uh i went to my uh my parents who my mom just kept giving me random facts about scorpion um <laughs> any sylvester facts that's I'm the like, real question so if you were to if, uh, just i was curious so if you were to design a ride uh based off scorpion what would you do and then she's just bringing up all these other facts that i'm just like this doesn't help me design a ride how am i going to incorporate <laughs> what sounds, like, sounds like vicky hey ricky thanks vicky. for watching oh vicky hey vicky <laughs> sorry i called you ricky thanks for watching scorpion <laughs> 
sounds like your mom. Sounds like your mom is a bit of a statistician. Uh, sounds like she's a little bit of a Sylvester dot on her own. <laughs> so, anyways, I've come up with my three pitches. Because Sylvester uh, is a mathematician and statistician. Oh my gosh, Spencer, let me let me pitch. <laughs> yeah. I know some things. All right, so my first, my first. You know, place, Vicky. <laughs> my my first my first my first one's called headquarters uh and so this is going to be uh, my restaurant uh, i'm going to have a restaurant it's going to be designed like the warehouse with rooftop seating um the tables are going to be set up around the warehouse i wanted to make it feel as if you're eating in the actual warehouse not that you're eating in a restaurant so the tables aren't going to be just in rows and stuff like that it'll be oh there's spaces to sit and eat over near the couch area or there's spaces to sit and eat near these desks and stuff like that or you can go up onto the porch where there's clearly just tables with uh umbrellas and and that uh on the rooftop um there's going to be some retro video games uh, that people will be able to play there because there were some in the warehouse and uh the, the food the food is going to be uh, all sort of deli-based, as we would have seen at uh, Kowalski's Diner. Kowalski's. Uh, Kowalski's. Kowalski's wow, Diner. what a pull. Yes, um, Kowalski's yeah, it might, be a little, might be a little obscure. I don't know. Uh, apparently not, because <laughs> my, my mom knew it, so. It, well, you know, yeah, if you I... watched all four, episode, four seasons of the show, you probably know it. Yeah, well, so Eddie K. Thomas, who played Toby on the show, his – birth last name his real last name because k thomas is a is a stage name his real last name is kavelski and that's why it's named kavelski's uh, oh. deli actually um maybe, maybe mm. it's diner but yeah kavelski's dude that's that's a great pull and you know we had cast shirts made with kavelski's like the logo on it and um every every time they could write like they went to a restaurant or they're bringing stuff in from a restaurant it's always like i got bagels from kavelski's it's always like that um, which is great. So if everybody got to, any, any time anybody got to say it, it was like, I'm talking about Eddie. <laughs> like it's Eddie's restaurant in the universe. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's my pitch is uh, that's the style food we'll have. And it'll just sort of be. Yeah, man. Eat your heart <laughs> out, Pim Kitchen. Um, yeah, I like it, dude. I, I, I think uh, I think it's cool. Is this when I say I like it? Am I supposed to wait till the end of the show? No, you can no, say you like great. it now. All right. Cool. I like it. <laughs> Please, you can say it now. You can say it now. Uh, well, if there's if there's no more questions, I, I, uh, I have a question. Uh, I'm always polite. I'm gonna start busting in there. Um, I just want to know, and this is just out of sheer curiosity, um, because Sylvester gets really excited, actually really upset when this has expired, and I wanted to know if you're ever gonna have any boysenberry blast yogurt in uh, this deli diner, because Somebody. that is. That is a big deal. Apparently, for... apparently, my mom was Somebody the only died. one that looked up random facts. <laughs> Somebody get me out of here. <laughs> um, that was that was on a YouTube video that I watched, and it was like, "This is the last one ever created, and it is expired by two days." And then Catherine McPhee is just like, "Okay, what do you want from me?" <laughs> uh, no. Oh well, I have. This is very similar to one of my pitches, so I I have a lot of questions, but I don't want to uh, I don't want to give you anything that that might make your <laughs> your pitch better than my pitch. So so um, I think it's great. I think uh, I think I have no questions. <laughs> All right, here comes well, my it, second. He can't change it anyways, so it my doesn't matter. My second pitch. My second pitch is I'm also going to do a stunt show, but I want to do something different with my stunt show. 
the show is described to me as uh, it's like MacGyver, but it's a team of smart people. Um, and so I wanted to, to run with that. And we're going to have a stunt show that the theater is going to be designed as if you are taking seats on a plane. Um, so we'll have row three, row three, row three. Obviously, it'll be a little bit more spaced out. Um, but it's going to be a plane set that'll be set up on uh, um, moving hydraulics and stuff so that it can bump and move along with it. And then I want the stunt show, this mission, to essentially happen on this flight so you're sitting in your seat and there's uh the gang is all trying to uh stop um this attack on this plane all while they're running down the aisles or they're doing things in between or there might be like little explosions or um, smoke effects coming from the luggage uh locations and stuff like that so that we feel like you're actually part of the show you're a witness to this event going on um, and so that is my stunt show. I haven't thought of a name yet for it. Hmm. I in the sly. I in the sly. I like it. I in the sly. Yeah, the name of my that stunt was a show. Great pitch, Ari. That was a great. That was a great fix, Ari, for sure. He just named it. It's not a fix. He just enhanced it. Yeah, but you didn't have a name, so he gave you a I name. I did. I did. It says I in the sly right here on my piece of paper. I just yeah, I couldn't know. read it because I scribbled it pretty small. Show it. But... Well, then I, I couldn't read it. my whole pitch. My whole show pitch was it. a lot better for the, the bird. No, line. no, show it now. Show it right now. Five, now. four, three, two, one. You gave, show it. There. you gave him way too much time on that, Jordan. You write that in there. <laughs> Look, man, I, I don't make the rules. Uh, so that's my. I don't think anyone makes. I don't think anyone follows the rules of this show. So... Other other than criticizing my the fact that I had this name written down. Uh, are there any other uh, comments feels... on my stunt show? So very final yeah, destination so, to me. Yeah. So if if the idea is that the audience is in the play, so I'm so this is kind of like an immersive thing, then, right? Yeah. What kind of stunts are you expecting to pull <laughs> off? Because a plane is typically very cramped. Uh-huh. Uh, and the people are in the way. Because because I, I think but the thing is I think we can use the outside of the plane as well. I I I sort of see it as a whole room, right? And then yeah. it's sort of stylized as a plane. But it's more like the theater is you, you, is a wide you, plane. You make yeah, is... you make a you make allowance. It's not going to be just the narrow. Yeah. That's why that's why I said uh, with the seats and everything. Obviously, there'd be more space in between because you don't want you're not going to have the super cramped airplane seats. Yeah. No one's going to want to go sit uh, and do that. I also think like rigging certain seats with things that have explosives. You know, no, not sorry. not explosives um. so much as like <laughs> like specific props that are like super necessary and like mm. everybody has or there's a bunch of options for who who the actors can go to to be like you i need your oxygen mask you know or, yeah. or like you check that bag like or or like who's going to be the doctor today and then somebody gets a stethoscope as they walk in and it's like you're the doctor right come over here this guy needs help and then like yeah. whoever you know yeah I, mean? I think i think the the goal is i want to make it feel like you're you are part of the the action um, rather than just watching a stunt show, it's it's you, it's happening with you there. Um, so I think having stuff outside the windows, having stuff obviously in the planes, interactivity um, just makes it feel a little bit more uh, high adrenaline. What yeah? What kind of stuff would be going on outside the windows? 
so I think we could use, I would probably be using uh, digital uh, windows um, so that you could see like, oh, an engine catches on fire. We see smoke heavily or um, maybe a pl another plane flying alongside a jet or something um, so that we could be able to see just sort of there is an outside world, not just this in not just what's in the plane but there is stuff going on so if you have someone who's just like looking around maybe they're maybe the action is taking up a little bit more forward so they look towards the side and now there's actually stuff going on the outside as well like yeah you could have someone on the outside of the plane um yeah but or, it gives or like, them, it gives or like something something also to be able to see if maybe they're at a very point where we know that the show is going to be geared towards here. They can't see as well. Well, that's okay. Cause we have, they can still hear and, and stuff, but they also have what's going on outside and there's still going to be things happening near them. So it's like Waterworld meets that sort of like camera magic stunt show. Yeah. Where it's like, they'll show you, you know? Yeah. I like that. And I, I think like by having, I think cool. by having a variety in there, it makes people want to go back and see it multiple times. So you can see something new or be a part of something different. The next time you're doing yeah. that yeah. right and even if it's like pre-taped or something physical is about it it could be like star tours or it could be randomized yeah i like that that's very cool very um, cool man so that is my second pitch now my third pitch i decided to go practical um and there's nothing more practical than a coaster so i i feel is we it shaped like a scorpion because that would make it real practical well uh it's funny that you say that. Uh, my ride, so the show is called Scorpion. So I wanted <laughs> a roller coaster called Scorpion. Now, mm -hmm. I grew up in Florida. Oh, you took the park there called Bush Gardens. And I figured, yeah. why build my own new roller coaster when I could do a roller coaster that was my sister's first loop roller coaster, uh, a very big part of my childhood, and I can bring it in so I know younger, younger ages will be able to ride it um obviously not super mm. young because it is a loop coaster um but it is it's not as intense uh i'm gonna bring the scorpion roller coaster from uh bush gardens uh I'm so just your gonna... thinking is why make up a ride for this contest podcast where we make up rides when i could just bring in another ride also well, why don't you here's... just take a, a ride from a place that's closer and just rename it that's even no, easier because here's here's the thing here's the thing it sort of it sort of tracks to be honest because no Scorpion... one cares what you think ari <laughs> scores <laughs> The best part is when you're in the line, the uh, overhead uh, announcer, um, they do the uh, sort of announcement in English, but then it's also in Spanish. And it's just... I guess it's also going to be in Japanese, right? Uh, I get it. It goes... El Scorpio. And it's just the best, most memorable thing <laughs> I've ever heard in a queue line from a random roller coaster mm. that I just want to have... You feel the sting of the scorpion. <laughs> that's wow. pretty good. Pretty so good. I think I, I think uh, I think we'll just transport it in. We could re maybe repaint it a little bit. I'm just I mean, saying. No, when we started on. when we started doing the show, the critique that we got was that we were like just doing Big Bang Theory and A Team. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like we're doing another nerd show. Like that's the critique that we got from a lot of people. But there's like something really masterful, I, I believe, in how they put it together, how they were able to give the characters depth while still speaking 
like the language cinematically or televisionically um, of like these procedural shows that were hour long adventures or movies of the week that were high octane, right? Like high energy and didn't take themselves too seriously, like with a, a bit of a built-in wink. And I think there were so many shows that existed like that, like MacGyver, um, and then my character is sort of like Monk, you know, where it's like you're dealing with a crime of the week, but because the character is so precise and it's also on television, there's a wink to it. It's like, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and somebody like Toby's character is like lie to me, you know, so it's like all of these TV shows sort of wrapped into one. Um, that's why I like the idea of taking a ride that exists somewhere else and maybe just tweaking it a little bit. We just tweak it a little bit. We, we update yeah, the paint yeah. job. We make the queue uh, more themed. Uh, I'm surprised Scorpion. that you don't have a uh, an announcement in Japanese because we all know that Sylvester Dodd is fluent in Japanese, and so there's a really obvious way you can put Sylvester Dodd into Are you, like, ride. on IMDb trivia right now? No, I read that yesterday on Wikipedia when I was doing Oh, you're on Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, fool. No, I'm not on Wikipedia. I just yeah, he didn't read it on IMDb. He went to Wikipedia. Actually, he was like, I, no, I read it like yesterday. I have an eidetic memory like Sylvester Dodd. Actually, I went to... I do, no, I don't have that. I, I also actually went to the Scorpion <laughs> fandom is actually where I went. The Scorpion fandom. So the Scorpion fans... That's just you know, a wiki as well. Japanese, as demonstrated in Maroon 8. So you could have made this whole thing Scorpion in like Maroon 8 and made it all You've whole, got the like, website right up. Sylvester. I can tell you've got the website no, up right I now. Have, no, it's literally the Scorpion fandom. Yeah, I know. I'm not like memorizing this. I don't have this fact memorized. <laughs> but I'm just saying this is – but when you said when you said Scorpion with different languages, I went, oh, yeah, Japanese because Sylvester died. And then I Googled it just to make sure. And then I started reading about the Maroon 8 stuff. And I was like, this could have been – a whole thing set on Maroon 8, just have the ride Scorpion, and then it's like, could have been Sylvester Dodd's, like, Scorpion ride. So you were reading a fan page instead of listening to my pitch? No, I listened to your Scorpion ride. You took Scorpion from Bush Gardens and put it somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, as soon as, yeah, to be fair, <laughs> as soon as you said, I'm taking a ride from somewhere else and flying it in, I think I, I stopped listening as well. Uh... <laughs> I mean, it tracks. These two, think... these two people clearly never watched Scorpion. But here's the thing, here's the thing. Did I not say, you said, well, you know, why make her? I said, are you taking Scorpion, literally the ride Scorpion? And then that was your pitch. I knew your pitch before your pitch. So what do I need to listen to it for? All right. I My, think it makes so, sense. It's very practical. And I think that it works. I'm just saying that you could easily have shaped it into a Sylvester Dodd type Scorpion ride without really doing any real lay, layover haul on it. My three pitches, to recap, were uh, Headquarters, my restaurant, uh, Sly in the Sky. Uh, no, it was Eye in the Sly, show. you didn't even get it right. No, I, <laughs> I, I had Sly in the Sky written down. Oh, so. okay. Sly in the Sky is way better than what I said. That's a great And then uh, <laughs> I said Eye in the Sly. I like Eye in the Sly because the, the thing is – I guess either one would work because you're playing on Eye in the Sky. Sly, right? Sly in the Sky is way better. Sly in the, sky is the Sly Family Stone. In, sky. But is Sly even in... Sly in the Family Stone even, is the name of an episode. I is know. Sly even in Sly in the Sky? Is he even in the Sly in the Sky stunt? Well, yeah. Because we didn't mention the him. title. He said the whole team. Gang. I'm the Six whole Banana. Gang. All right. <laughs> and then uh, my, uh, my, my well-designed roller coaster. said Sly in there. My Dude, third pitch was my yeah. well-designed roller coaster the scorpion <laughs> which is tried and true <laughs> and what, is, and what is it in japanese that's that's in spanish 
<laughs> you mumbled El Scorpio. <laughs> El Scorpio. I, I backed away. I just backed away from yeah. the mic and just said, you, you guys didn't hear it? swallowed it. Can I tell an anecdote? Yeah. I think the first, not the first time I met you, Spencer, but the first time I think I ever hung out with you in like a group environment was at a Halloween party where yeah. I thought you had a, a, a baguette on your head. And I just wanted to tell this story because oh, yeah. you were clearly dressed as Des Dexter from Dexter's Lab. Oh, yeah, like, that's right. Clearly. But <laughs> I don't know what was wrong with me. I was like, this dude has a baguette on his head and maybe he's a chef because you had like a little like it was like a piece of paper that was like here. It, yeah, it it very checks. artfully done. But I was Thank like, you. he was wearing a button up shirt with the collar inside of it. I'm going to see if like, I can find it. He he's a chef. He's a chef. And people were like asking him, who are you? Right. And he goes like, you guys don't know who I am. And like, I sort of chime in and I go, you're a chef, right? Because there's a baguette on your head. And like, nobody laughs. Like, no, <laughs> like nobody even thinks that I'm funny. If I'm being serious, they're just like, is he right? Like, actually, <laughs> are you a chef with a baguette on your head? One person in the party looks at me with vitriol and goes, he's Dexter from Dexter's lab. <laughs> and I spent the rest of the night apologizing to Spencer. I felt so bad. I was like, dude, I'm so sorry. I was dressed I was dressed as an almond. <laughs> yeah, I think I was like, I'm gonna take this hat off now. Uh... <laughs> but when I'm looking at you on the Zoom call, it's like I just keep on having flashbacks to like you with a little piece of bread. I think of it as a little piece of bread. Like, <laughs> Very, a picture of a Pillsbury Doughboy. Like you know what? Pillsbury no hard Crescent. feelings. No hard feelings. This podcast is your chance to make amends. This is podcast really, is your chance to I'm, um, I'm, I'm so really throw out some points that maybe some pity points that he's, you want me to. He's apologizing now because you're not mind, giving uh, points. Uh, so Jordan, no, I, I, I just wanted to share it because I thought it was funny, and I know you. It is pretty funny. Yeah, I do. I, when you brought it up, I remembered it for sure. And now the now the apology is on the record. Yeah, uh, it, I was it, 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 I was embarrassed when I called it out. I was like, "Oh man!" I like I like points <laughs> over apologies, but I'll take an apology. <laughs> thank you. Well, thank you for taking. It. You didn't need to apologize either. I also did it by by hand, so it's you know. all right, Jordan. All right, so uh, this is these are pitches for my scorpion themed park that uh, typically will open at nine o'clock in the morning, but uh, sometimes depending on how the suits feel, it'll open at ten o'clock in the morning. Uh, <laughs> Whoa! Anybody Spicy. catch on to what he did? Spicy. <laughs> Season four, uh, we were moved from nine p.m. to ten p.m., and <laughs> our viewership plummeted. I wonder if they did that on purpose. It was doing so well. I remember being so mad about that. Like, I've never been mad about like a studio change or like a, a, a broadcast change. Yeah, when, so when, that. when that happened, everybody on set was like, oh, okay, so they don't believe in us anymore. That was it. It was like really sad. Um, yeah, anyway. You know, there's on Google, the people are saying, a scorpion coming back 2021 is like a question that's around Google right now. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, I have, I, there's no doubt in my mind that people are introduced to it every day who fall in love with the characters. It, it's a really well-crafted show. The guy who created it, Nick Santora, has been doing TV like this for a really long time. And especially during the pandemic, Scorpion's on TV in Europe. There's a channel called mm. CBS Action. So like 
new new people reach out to me every day. I just finished it or I just binged it. It's also on Netflix in the UK. Mm-hmm. It's like I just finished it on Netflix. Is season five coming? Because we're ending on a humongous cliffhanger. I don't know if you guys knew mm-hmm. that. But yeah, there's like a horrible emotional cliffhanger that, you know, also I – I know it wasn't the writer's choice to end that way. Like there was an earlier draft of the script where things actually got more wrapped up and then they were given the note that it should be a cliffhanger. So more people want to come back for season five and then they didn't give us season five. (laughs) So, you know, it's, it's really interesting. I love to see where this ride is going, Jordan. All right. So the first, the first, uh, the first ride is Happy's Test Drive. Uh, Happy's been working on a, on souping up a high tech van for the team. And she's found the perfect volunteer for its first test. You. Uh, things go amazingly track. wrong in this accelerated coaster that goes from zero to 80 in 10 seconds. Can you survive <laughs> the test drive and bring the van back to the garage safely? Whoa. Did you say zero to 80 in 10 seconds? <laughs> Let me tell seconds. you something. Let me tell you something, Jordan. Let me tell you something. That's not quite impressive. <laughs> You think so? You think not? But trust me, it it, it packs a lot. Pretty wall. sure. Pretty it sure. Replace ten with, with a matter of. With a matter yeah, because... of ten seconds. No, sure. with no a matter of re- seconds. Re- replace. Things go 10. amazingly wrong. This accelerated coaster goes from ten, zero to eighty in a matter of ten seconds. No, no, not ten. <laughs> I don't know. What to say. The... the technology. We can't do it safely. I think uh, rock and roller coaster goes zero to sixty way. in two point eight seconds. <laughs> Yeah, but this is 80. It's not 60, Spencer. It's 80. So you need need a lot more. And listen, maybe I wrote these pitches last night. Me too. (laughs) Maybe I wrote them while I was watching the last episode of Loki. Maybe. Maybe you wrote them in the 50 minutes we've been on this call. (laughs) I heard some typing. Um. No, that that's great. And you say, you know, matter of ten seconds, I give it a ten <laughs> out of ten. Seconds. Thank you. Seconds. I appreciate that. Because it will uh, take ten, ten seconds. Ride, to... man. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's a, the ride only lasts ten seconds, but you can ride it as many times as you want. No, it's it's got that so it's got those things it's test track. Uh, the speakers in the in the uh the, the each of the heads of the like rip ride rocket and the headset. exactly like rip ride rocket yeah it has a headset so you can hear things go wrong you hear happy kind of you know come in over the the, the intercom just be like hey you got to slow down happy's test drive yeah with that zero to 80 in 10 seconds they'll definitely slow <laughs> down a little bit and got to step hold on, on you've hit the yeah, 20 wait, mile per hour mark slow down bring it yeah. back <laughs> yeah hold on man scorpion <laughs> drift <laughs> That's what Brian should have called the Scorpion ride, Scorpion Drift. All right. All right. Next one is called uh, Dodd's Trivia Barcade. Yeah, that's great. Uh, This is an arcade restaurant that offers a comfortable rest spot for kids and adults while exploring the park. Meshing delicious pub food with classic arcade games and memorabilia from the show, this restaurant is themed to be owned and operated by Sylvester Dodd. Once a night... Guests can participate in Sylvester's Trivia Challenge, a family-friendly trivia competition where the prize is $500 in cold, hard cash. <laughs> you have me until that. what it takes to be crowned trivia geniuses and take home the prize of $500 in cold, hard cash? Yeah. Find out at Sly's Trivia Barcade. 
Uh, that was a great pitch until the $500 in cold hard cash because you can't give that to a guest every night. There's no way. <laughs> uh, I, I think we can. I think if we can make a coaster that goes from 0 to 80 in 10 seconds, we can find a way. <laughs> give out $500 a night well, to what one is... the lucky team. So, so it's oh, so it's for a team. Yeah, a team. You have to, yeah. you have to bring your – and it's, it's family-friendly trivia, right? Yeah. So it's like easy trivia. No, not necessarily easy trivia. It's just wide scoping, and it's not like it's not. There's no like dirty talk in there. Is it scorpion trivia or just like any trivia at a scorpion barcade? Any trivia at a scorpion barcade. <laughs> so, so you're just you're just throughout a year you're giving out 180 grand off your profits. That's some quick math. Are you slide dot? Uh, yeah, I, I did. Calculator. Give me calculator. Uh. Using so you're giving out that much every yeah. year. Mm-hmm. It just seems like an unnecessary cost. Uh, and finally, my last attraction is Super Funland. Holy meta content creation, Batman! Within the Scorpion Park exists a mini park devoted to everyone's favorite in-show comic book hero, Super Fun Guy. You can meet all the classic characters like Whimsical Boy and the Crazy Crew. And of course, Super Fun Guy himself. Enjoy carnival games and cookie prizes and ride the Giggler's Revenge. Uh, a floorless roller coaster that takes you on a ride as you help Super Fun Guy defeat one of his deadliest foes. Smells oh, like eight see, pitches. That sounds like a ride that I'm familiar with at Six Flags, but changed just a little bit. You mean like yes. Riddler's Revenge? Change just a little bit, but still change. <laughs> still change. So you Riddler's, just took the whole the, the, the con- Six the, Flags. The concept of it. Six Flags and just completely scorpified it. <laughs> Do you still want to have like Looney Tunes characters hanging out there? Can we license them? Are they, are they, is that uh, Paramount? Is that CBS? It's a WB I mean, question. Yeah. Wait. It is a WB question. Mm-hmm. Is it so Paramount? No. Is it no? Well, you know, no. we'll see. We have to check but Sumner Redstone's will. Six Flags um, writes with WB Looney Tunes. Who knows? <laughs> if we, we can, can just have it. knockoffs. Yeah, the knockoffs. Get those like costumes from like the party costume uh, places yeah. on the Looney yeah. Tunes. Micey the Mouse. Bugs Buddy. <laughs> Black Duck. Yeah. <laughs> Black duck with yellow beak and happy expression. Yeah. <laughs> I like uh, I like Bugs Buddy. Yeah. Or Elmer Bugs Fun. Buddy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Little Bird. <laughs> Grand Canyon Sam. Yellowstone Sam. <laughs> Yellowstone Sam, yeah. Okay, so is it my turn to, to classify yeah, them? Yeah, so we'll go, we'll I have go three through. three prizes. We'll go through uh, our titles real quick, uh, just so you have a quick recap. Um, and then we'll we'll jump into bronze, silver, gold for each of the categories. Uh, so, Spencer, what were your three? Uh, I had Walter's Blueprint Breakout, Sly's Skyscape, and Super Fun Guys Live. All right. I had Headquarters, the restaurant, uh, Sly in the Sky stunt show and Scorpion. Uh, I had Happy's Test Drive, 
Dodd's Trivia Barcade and Super Fun Land. And also, if it helps me, we're just going to get the Scorpion King ride from Universal Studios in there somehow. <laughs> you mean Revenge of the Mummy? Nope. <laughs> the Scorpion <laughs> King ride. We rebrand it. We would just retitle it. It's the Scorpion <laughs> King ride. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, Ari, we'll start with practicality. What is your bronze for practicality? My bronze for practicality... God, you know, <laughs> I hate that it's the ornithology one that Spencer came up with, but that's the one. <laughs> I, I hate that, I'm, that those words are coming out of my mouth, but it's true. That's bronze. Congrats, Spencer. <laughs> Thank you. I'll take it. What is your silver? <laughs> For practicality, my silver is... Uh, the the pub Jordan's pub trivia uh, Dodd's pub. trivia barcade yeah. thank you yeah Dodd's trivia barcade that's my silver um I should have taken notes gold for practicality gold for practicality has to go to El Scorpion because yeah! we know we know the ride we know it works and we're gonna bring it <laughs> we just I mean, need yeah. to get it in the park somehow <laughs> yeah 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 not an original award. <laughs> Not in the word no, for originality. That was practicality. That talking was about practicality. practicality. It's like, and and literally going to any theme park and saying, "Hey, let's put this ride in there." <laughs> you can say, "Here, here, it's a safe ride. It's been around a long time. It's it's literally over there. We're just gonna call it something else." It would be the most practical if Bush Gardens just became Scorpion World instead, the and then you don't have to move it. it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So creativity. Uh, what is your bronze? Um, I really like the the airplane. Um, what the? It's the it's the stunt show. Stunt the show. Fly fly in the sky. Stunt fly show. in the sky stunt show. That's my bronze. Um, I feel that I feel like that show. It's the type of thing where Fast and the Furious when he had that thing where he's protecting the baby and fighting his way through the plane in F eight. I always thought that would make a cool sort of theme park thing in a soundstage, and you know it's. It's that, you know, it's definitely that level and, and in that family. Of as, a, as opposed to how they ended up going about with their Fast and Furious ride and making one of the worst rides. Yeah, and, and it's just sort of weird, too. Like, the, <laughs> the, the, the part that you see on the on the tram, right? It's like like the car is dancing with hydraulics still. Yeah. To like, it's, it's, well, the, damn, the it tram, feels good to be a gangster or something. The tram the is its own ride in Florida. Like, just the tram part is its own ride in Florida. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what is your silver for creativity? Okay, so it's got to be Happy's Test Drive for silver. Thank you. Because mm -hmm. we, we, we know rides like that, but what it really gives me the nostalgia for is the Back to the Future ride at Universal Studios, mm. where you have somebody chirping in your ear, and you have no control over the ride, but the whole thing is you're in charge of the insane thing you're doing, and if he's like, turn left, and you're a kid, and you're at the wheel... And you can actually mm. do it and you know yeah. what i mean and it doesn't what you experience is always the same each time but you know it definitely makes me feel more like back to the future or the simpsons ride which took over. and um, and with its with its slow acceleration it's perfect for all ages exactly. <laughs> totally safe for the little ones <laughs> it's about what and eight seconds eight, eight 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 miles a second <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> <laughs>
He's yeah. gaining speed. <laughs> Still gaining speed. He's almost at the top speed. Most track is just going to be trying to get up to your top thank speed. Thank you for riding the run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have reached top speed. This is 80 miles an hour. You know what that feels like. You're in a car all the time. <laughs> Here's the unfamiliar feeling of coasting at 80 miles an hour. Um, so yeah, that's silver. And that's then new gold. And then gold is super fun land um, because it is the show. It is the show, yeah. but as a theme park, you know. Right. And I think I think that's what I sort of came here today hoping for was I would get a pitch that made me go that that under that pitch understands everything about Scorpion, which is that. It's stuff that it's you're you're dealing with ingredients that people know. Like, mm -hmm. you know, you you can you can you're going to a theme park, meaning you're going to like a uh, what's the word? The analogy is if I'm going to a theme park and it's based on Scorpion, I still want it to be delivering as a theme park. You know, if right. I go if I go to a new burger place. I, I want it to be as good as like a five guys or in and out. Like I want it, I want it to deliver. And so they're not going to give me a pizza, you know? And I think yeah. that's, that's sort of why I really like that one because it's familiar, but it's also original um, mm -hmm. in, in a few, it's unoriginal, but it's original in it's unoriginality. You know what I mean? It's like, it's the first time that. a whole theme park has won an award for an attraction. So that's great. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Don't hit right, the player, so hate the game. Uh, I didn't get to get the analogy in. Uh, Spencer, guest favorite is what? Um, oh, so guest favorite is, uh, I see, I didn't even think about anything. One, uh, this is the one that's like, you know, anything that tickles your funny bone, made you go ha, uh, scrapes your scorpion, uh, stings your scorpion. I don't know, like, you know, whatever, 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 whatever slicks your statistics, you know. Whatever slides your Sylvester, I guess that would be a one. Whatever slides your, Sylve your Sylvester, there we go. That's that's right. the one I'll go uh, with. So, uh, <laughs> guess favorite bronze. <laughs> what scrapes your scorpion, Ari? <laughs> what? What? Oh your my god! <laughs> I was on the spot for this one. I couldn't think of a good one, but I thought of so many. You thought scrapes. of a lot. I mean, I have to. Scrapes I have to include your your <laughs> scorpion. your scorpion. It's like, I like wow. Sylvester. Never scrape your. Never scrape a scorpion. Okay, so just the ones that I like, bronze. I mean, I think I gotta give it to you for Kavelskis, because that's such like a just close to home, you know. And Eddie was such a. He's just such a fun guy to work with and like a big brother to me, um, you know, so I, I feel like it's a tribute to him for sure. Great. Um, I'll take like, it. You know, like a big brother, you know what I mean? Like a, like an older brother that I've, <laughs> that, that type of connection, you know what I mean? It's so hard to come. Jordan. <laughs> Jordan, why'd you turn off your camera? <laughs> it's so hard to. I, I don't know how to deal with it when he's like this, mom. I don't know how to deal with it. <laughs> No, he's doing it again, and it's it's being recorded this time. Okay, I gotta go. I love you. Hey, sorry, guys. All right, silver. Okay, thank you. Thank you for keeping us on track. Um, 
silver. <coughs> I like the super fun guy ride, the fifties one, because um, that's just something that I'd like. You know, uh, I feel like I just enjoy that ride as an actual person. Um, yeah. And then for gold, I'm doing an unorthodox thing. I don't know if this has ever happened. For gold, I'm gonna pick my anecdote of the Halloween party and Spencer's hair baguette. I think Perfect. that was the thing that I enjoyed the most, not only explaining it to you, but I rescind my apology. Um, <laughs> well, ben, well, Spencer, you get the gold. You get the gold for your baguette. Congrats, congrats Spencer. <laughs> I knew Dexter would pay off one of these days. <laughs> I did, well, I, everyone, did, I did my research. All right, this thrills. has been thank theoretical so thrills. Uh, Ari, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Do you have anything that you'd like to say or pitch before we go? Yeah, um, August 14th at Nowhere Comedy, uh, which is a virtual online comedy theater. We're going to be doing two screenings of my musical, Solo Must Die. It's a Star Wars parody musical. Jordan's in it. He plays Luke Skywalker. He's hilarious. Um, yeah, so solomustdie.com for all that information. Uh, it's coming up. It's less than a month away, and we're doing it at noon Pacific Standard Time so people in the UK can see it because that'll work out to be, you know, about showtime out there, and then at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So if you're on the East Coast, you got to choose a matinee or a late night, but if you're in L.A. or in Europe, you're good. Great. Excellent. So check out the show. Uh, we'll make sure to put uh, information uh, about the show, links and stuff in the description. Uh, and thank you again so much for being on our show, for joining us on this baguette of a ride. Thank you for having me. I hope you guys had as much fun as I did. It was great to start <laughs> yeah. my day with laughter. Blast. <laughs> well, this has been Theoretical Thrills. My name's Brad. I'm Spencer. I'm Jordan in for Oliver. And that's Ari. Bye. <laughs> Did you enjoy the episode you just watched? Feel free to like, subscribe, and share. And if you have an interpretation of an idea based on the theme of the week, feel free to tag us on social media with hashtag Theoretical Thrills, and we may feature your ride at attraction on the show. Theoretical Thrills The theory of the thrill oh.